0: The characteristics of a Jezebel spirit, exposing the tactics of the enemy now, a Jezebel spirit seeks control through manipulation. It has a deep hatred of true spiritual authority and uses emotional pressure, witchcraft, and obsessive sensuality in its pursuit of power. It uses subtle persuasion to gain influence and get close to those in control. It then uses this position to gradually dominate. In the Hebrew, the word, the name, Jezebel, means literally without cohabitation. In other words, this spirit will not live or cohabit with those it cannot dominate or control. It will have no equal. Control is what Jezebel wants more than anything else. Even when Jezebel appears to be submissive, it is usually out of a carefully wrought plan to gain influence. Although it may be common to refer to Jezebel as she, we obviously must conclude that as a spirit, Jezebel's gender is neutral. Jezebel certainly has many male slaves as well as female. However, since Jezebel initially tends to establish control without the actual use of force... She is more easily associated with classic feminine persuasion techniques. The Jezebel spirit. We want to expose this in this church to believers so that they recognize it when they see it either here or out there in the marketplace because it exists not only in church, but in society. She is very much at home in church, the Spirit is, as well as society. So let's talk about defining for a few minutes. Let's define the treasure that is in clay jars. I thought about bringing hammers this morning and giving everybody a hammer. And then I realized that some of you are very animated. And maybe hammers would not be the appropriate tool. Because you see, what is in the clay jar, it is indeed a treasure. But as long as it's in the clay jar, it doesn't affect any change. Let me come back to that. I'm getting ahead of myself. In 2 Corinthians 4 Verse 7 and 11, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Verse 11 says, for we who live are constantly being delivered over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal body. Did you get that? Now get that, get that verse 11, don't miss that verse 11. It's key, for we who live are constantly being delivered over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. If the world says good about you all the time, you need to pray. (laughs) Something isn't right. Let's talk some more before we get sidetracked and chase that rabbit. Defining the treasure in jars of clay. Here it is, church. The bottom line right here that I want you to get right now that I've already hinted at with the hammer story is that we must allow these trials that we are going through to break us so that the glory of God may be seen in us. We must allow these trials that we're going through to break us so that the glory of God may be seen in us. We have this treasure. In jars of clay. If you had a treasure, why would you put it in a jar of clay? Why wouldn't you put it in a vault locked up safe? Why would you put a treasure in a jar of clay? I know it's a reference to our earthly body. Amen? We are clay. We are earth. That's why whenever we sing about the glory filling the earth, I just get excited and I say, God, I'm earth. I'm glorified dirt. (laughs) Put it in me so that it can burst forth to a needy world, a hurting world, a thirsty world, a starving world.